BBC Six Music Podcasts. Six Music. This is a free download from the BBC. Find out more at bbc.co.uk slash sixmusic. And now, John Richardson. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the John Richardson Show podcast. I hope you're well. It was another fine show, which we have sliced down, cut up, and revealed to you now in its lean, mean form. Reconstituted. I say lean, mean. <laughs> Don't look at me like that, you <laughs> snob. <laughs> Honestly. Um, Today I was joined by Sarah Millican and we had a lovely chat and Matt Ford was in giving his tips on how to approach members of the opposite sex. Mm, which were, from the front. Um, time for the pod joke. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do one now and then one after. Okay, that's um, nice. Because uh, we're going we're gonna to take it on a notch. So uh, we had loads in this week. Thanks for the emails, by the way. This has really gone mental now. Um, so Scarlet in Brighton we're going to use to go into the podcast. Okay. What do you call a cup of tea made by a Jewish man? I don't know. A Hebrew. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's good. That's good. That is good. Um, very exciting one. International one coming oh, up after the podcast. Global. So enjoy the podcast and we'll speak to you afterwards. John Richardson. Six Music. I found out this morning that I'm a professional artist um, because I heard uh, uh, an artist on Five Live called Jasper Joffitt. And you kind of have to be an artist if you call Jasper Joffert because you can't work on a building site. But um, he's doing something, uh, an art installation, and this is his definition of what art is. Yeah, the art is in doing something, I suppose, that other people think about. And as an artist, you get the chance to do it and it becomes your art. Mm, 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 mm. So art is doing something that people think about. So by that definition, I am a professional artist. John, well done, you're a professional artist. Adam, you're a professional artist. Every time you wear your flip-flops, people think about it. And that makes that art. (laughs) What he's done artistically... What he's doing, this is, uh, this is incredibly deep, is he's selling everything he owns, right? And you think, maybe that's a statement about the sort of wasteful world we live in and how you don't need possessions to be happy, right? And um, he stands to make, I think he said, £109,000 by selling all his possessions. I think, God, what's he going to do with that? Give it to charity? He's just going to keep it. He's going to keep it and buy new stuff. He's going to buy new things, and then he says he's going to buy new everything. So I don't know, I might go on holiday as well. He's basically having a massive car boot sale. I feel like Rembrandt doing a couple of pictures and then saying, do you know what, stuff this, I'm going to have a car boot sale, that's art, isn't it? And uh, they rightly asked him the question, is this art or is this a publicity stunt? Genuine art project or massive publicity stunt? What's the difference? Mm. The point about publicity is you want people as an artist to see what you do. You want people to come and see your work, and you, whether your work is an idea or a painting, and mine is both, uh, publicity helps people find out about it. What a depression. I know there's a medical register. There should be one for artists as well, where if you go on national radio and say, well, what's the difference between art and a publicity stunt? Well, do you know what? Do you want to do something else? Do you want to be a bin man for a couple of weeks and then readdress the way you feel about the work you do? Anything you've got that you're selling that I should get an advance purchase on? What's the one item that you you think will really shift a lot? I've got some really nice pink pants on at the moment. You might like those. While we're on the subject of uh, radio phone-ins uh, gone wrong, this uh, this was sent in by a listener. This was Stephen Dunstable, heard this one this week. Bit of Five Live Drive, chatting to an old lady who's um, become famous in her area for going around and picking up litter, which is a cause that we would all agree with. And uh, towards the end of the interview, she completely derails her own campaign. Enjoy this. Where I live in all these streets, like Pinchbeck Road, Kings Road, the bus station, part of the railway bridge and that... I can hide stuff if the um, council have gone. Like, early in the morning, I mostly got a lot ready. What do you mean you hide it? What do you do with it? Well, it's either behind a 
a wall or uh, in the trees. That or... doesn't seem to help very much, Sandra. You So you pick up all this rubbish and then yeah, hide it behind a wall? Yeah, well, I have to, don't I? Because right. the stuff's quite heavy. And, the story you know. is changing quite a bit, really, as I examine it. Lovely to talk to you anyway, Sandra. Right. Thank you, and thanks very much indeed. <laughs> Lovely to talk to you. Thanks for that. Picking up rubbish and moving it somewhere else. But she's gained publicity and that makes that a work of art. So I salute you, old lady. My opening good deed is to read this one, which actually came in last week. A time on the text message was 11 o'clock and 8 seconds. So missed the cut-off by 8 seconds. And, of course, 11 o'clock is grumpy hour, so you were well out. And, um, you know, I've, 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 I've had a change of heart and I thought I'm going to read this one out because it's a good one. Uh, hello, John. My boyfriend's best good deed uh, was when he found a prescription that someone had dropped in the street, posted it to the address on the prescription with a get well soon card. That's a good bar setter, I think. To send it on is nice enough, but to buy a card. Um, and that one's from uh, Danielle in Sheffield. Um, this one fascinates me. Um, Dear John, I work in a bar in Reading. That doesn't fascinate me. I know that goes down. I'm a man of the world. Uh, last night we did our part and raised money for cancer research. If we made over £150, the company I work for would double what we raised. In order to reach the target at the end of the night, I gave all my tips. £50. I didn't know barman made that much money. I've never tipped a barman. <laughs> 50 pound a night, that's not bad, is it? Maybe I'll do a little bit of work. When I open my bar, when I have my garage converted, and uh, I open my bar, lights are going crazy. Is someone phoning in? Yeah. Someone's phoning in live. Should we get them straight on air? That's the sort of thing that couldn't backfire possibly, is it? Um... That means all in all, we raised £320. Love to your mother's Alex. That is a good deed, and that goes on the list. This is a good one, and I'm going to read this in the voice that I imagine this guy has. Uh, this is Martin in Norwich. Hey there, great show as usual. I did a good deed last night. I did an extra hour DJing for a wedding party. They were loving it. Uh, Martin in Norwich, good times. <laughs> Only DJs use phrases like they were loving it. Honestly, when I dropped Fat Boy Slim, that groom nearly hit the roof. Um, Ed says, I'm reading an interview with you in the Leeds Guide magazine, and my good deed is I'm now going to buy a ticket for your gig on Thursday. See you there, Ed. Well, I will see you there. Maybe my good deed is I won't die in my hoop. See how you like that, Ed? And this is, uh, this is what we're adding to the good deed thing. This is a new development in the world of good deeds, and it comes in from Ed Simpson in Stratford-upon-Avon. Dear John, my good deed is not so much a good deed as an idea for creating a self-perpetuating spiral of goodness through the world of your listeners. That's an ambitious email to send. It's a very simple reward system to incentivize good deeds. Rather than just dedicating the rest of the show and leaving it there, I think that you should allow the best deeder to pick a song. Uh, dedication, if you will. That's good work, Ed Simpson. I can't believe I didn't think of that. There's been a, a late sort of uh, front runner of someone who uh, lives in Cindy. Uh, lives in Cindy. <laughs> oh dear, that's an embarrassing slip up, isn't it? Freudian slip um, lives in Sydney. Dan, I don't know what his girlfriend's name is. Um, he says, although from London, I currently live in Sydney. I can't stress that strongly enough, he says. I've been here almost for a year. On my way home from work, I was at my usual connecting train stop. Began to head up the stairs to the platform when I saw a woman struggling with a large amount of shopping bags. They do do that, don't they? Because they get carried away, you see. And they go in for a couple of things. And then before you know it, they've got too many bags for their little arms. Um, I'm only doing this because Sarah Millican's in the studio sat opposite me. Um... I helped her up the stairs, uh, not much I admit, but then when I got to the top of the stairs, I saw an old lady struggling with a trolley, 
So I helped her down the stairs, and then when we got down the stairs, found someone else, a pregnant lady struggling with something, and helped her. That's three extra journeys, and uh, missed his train as a result, which I think it's not a massive deed, but it's the fact that it's an initial deed that you would think twice about doing helping someone, and then to do the extra one on top of that when you've already done a deed, I think that should be the whole point of this feature, is that you can just go that extra yard. But is the card one better? Well, we'll have Robert Wyatt shipbuilding, and then I'm going to leave it to Sarah Millican to decide. It's exactly 11 o'clock. I absolutely nailed this. You are officially the most prompt guest we've had, I think. Is that my only skill? Um, well, no. You're good at other stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> Are you going to list my CV? That would be really cool. Have you got a CV? Yeah, I've got GCSEs and everything. Do you still update your CV, even though you're a comic now? Do you no, put, do you? Um... I bet you do, don't you? No, I haven't, but I've gone to do it because I've thought, you know, if the big breakdown comes as planned, then I'm going to need a real person's well, just job. see if you've got transferable skills from comedy. Yeah, well, that's it. You end up having to say, <laughs> well, I route plan very effectively and I handle my own budgets. I spend my own pennies. And I'm good at uh, helping people. Um, Are you? Not really. No, I was going to say that one. That's like when I say, you know, I do aerobics on my CV. I used to say so that, <laughs> so that they thought I was quite sporty when you just have to look at us and realise I don't do aerobics. <laughs> well, more to the point, you have to look at what you brought into the studio this morning, <laughs> yes. which is very welcome. Six big, fat, juicy donuts. Yep, and yeah. one for you and five for me. <laughs> well, 40s upstairs listening in. So uh, if you oh, hear no. sort of thundering footsteps... <laughs> <laughs> and a door getting burst down. Boom! He can't get in. I oh, know he'll he just to... be up against the glass, like in the, <laughs> at the end of the graduate. <laughs> Marry me, donut! Marry me! He'll be doing his uh, puppy dog eyes. I'm so hungry. Um, do you mind settling this this thing that I don't know how to deal with? Fire away. The good deeds. Is this the, the, the man with the, the helping the ladies? Yeah, you have to decide who's done the nicest thing this week um, okay. for for a stranger. Um, and we dedicate the rest of the show to them and they get to pick a track next week. Okay, oh, and cool. I don't know which one's best. Uh, Dan in Sydney, who I think you heard, went down the stairs, helped someone, went back up the stairs helping someone else. And yes. you made a very good point about that. Th- that I think he uh, was seen helping one lady and got trapped into helping the second. You yeah. know, like when you hold a door open for somebody and six people go through. I think I think he didn't voluntarily do the second one. I might be I might be casting aspersions about his character, but I think he was trapped into that one. Yeah. Do you um if you're in that situation where you hold a door for someone but they don't say thank you, do I'm, you say anything? I shout, "You're welcome." Yeah. I. <laughs> I mutter you're welcome, so I feel like I've said it, but not so they'll hear me in case they it's, get angry. It's sometimes, you know, when you're, when you're driving and you let somebody in mm. and they don't, uh, they don't wave or they don't uh, flash or anything, I put a hand up as if to say you're welcome and sometimes it makes them do a little flash. Yeah. So gets I, them into being, you know, thankful. My line there <laughs> is I always go, oh yeah, don't worry about it, I was just stopping there in the middle of nowhere anyway, flashing my lights, I was, I was just going to do that anyway. Why do you do it in like a proper man's voice? Because <laughs> I am a proper man. I only put this voice on for broadcasting and stand-up. You've never met the real John Richardson, but he's quite the man. He really? put up some shelves yesterday. Oh, I made a chest of drawers this week. Really? Yeah. Did you look at the instructions? Uh, yeah. Yeah, really? But they... Oh, well, that's not a proper man then. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Men just figure it out because they've got brains like that. <laughs> you, you, you did it the girl way and that goes in there and that goes to there. Sorry. It all works though, the first time. I've got a bit of telly it, it on it. It works. It's a chest of drawers, not a television. <laughs> I say it works. One of the drawers doesn't shut properly. <laughs> we get right now to the end. the truth. I've put one of the runners in the wrong way and I thought, I'm going to have to take that whole side off to Just don't use runner. that drawer. Just make that your secret drawer. 
<laughs> and then when people go, oh, I can't get in this drawer, <laughs> there's a reason for that. The beauty of my uh, lifestyle what with having no one around is that technically every drawer is a secret drawer. I live in a secret house. There you go. Oh, oh don't look there. Um, so it's him. <laughs> that's not funny. That's just sad. I oh, know. I get distracted sometimes. I forget <laughs> By this, your isn't, own loneliness. this isn't a counselling session. Um, Dan in Sydney, that's yes, who that is. Yes, I know that one. And this one, Danielle in Sheffield, is her boyfriend who found a prescription in the street. There was an address on it, so he sent it on, but bought a Get Well Soon card and put that in the envelope. (gasps) Oh, my God! Isn't that nice? Sorry, I just melted. I know. I think, uh, is it Danielle? Danielle in Sheffield, Danielle in Sheffield, because both my parents are disabled and uh, rely quite heavily on medication, and if something like that happened to them, I'd like to think that she she wouldn't travel to Newcastle, but that there was somebody like her around who would... And the card is just an extra sweet gesture. I mean, hopefully it was something that they could get well from. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. Uh, Hope hope the crabs clear up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Danielle. She sounds lovely. Well, it's, no, that was her boyfriend that did it. Oh, was it? Oh, even better then. Danielle's it, cause, a, cause she's it's a, a right cow, to No, it's a, natural, it's a natural thing for a woman to be nice, but men have to try that little bit harder. Do they? Yeah. Why? Because it's not Because you women judge thing. us for not putting up... Because they have to work out uh, what, they're gonna, what benefit they're going to get from it. Because <laughs> they're like, uh, if I do this, then she'll make a nice tea tonight, or if I do this, then that'll be brownie points for the next time oh. I do something wrong. You are opening a can of worms now, Mr. Lickin. <laughs> I always Lickin. do. There's three men in here. Yeah. yeah, and I can take you all. Remember, I've got the... <laughs> not that way. I've got the, <laughs> I've got the donuts, remember? You have got the donuts, yeah. That'll protect you, because we men are fickle like that. Yeah, exactly. You'd be nice to me, so you can have a donut. Well, Especially 40. Chocolate brownies. Yeah, they're quite substandard. They're just like old cake. <sighs> right, well, maybe we'll play a song. This has started off nicely. Well, happy hour's <laughs> over, isn't it? John, the reason you lost the argument is because uh, versus the lovely Miss Millican, she probably fluttered her eyelashes at you, making you lose focus. It's what women do from... It's not what I do, and, it's, and it wouldn't have any effect on you if I did. <laughs> no, no, I'm cold to that kind of thing. Um, you got something in your eye? Do you want to go out and deal with it? Go to the Stop toilet? crying, woman. <laughs> Quit your jibber-jabbering. We had a conversation at our gig together on Harrogate... Um, about how uh, people message you apropos of nothing when they find out what you're on and tell you about cake shops. Yes. And sure enough, at 10.56, four (laughs) minutes before you arrived... (laughs) Really? John, can you let Sarah know that there are amazing cakes to be had in Stratford-upon-Avon? Wow. Love Liz and Katie Squirrel Faces. Um, has, she, has she left like more details, or do, she, do all I just she need says. to visit the town and then find them for myself? Yeah, just in general, there are amazing cakes to be had in Stratford. I'm going to have to somehow engineer a gig there, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they go on to say, "Can you ask her what her favourite pudding is?" Um, uh, it can be creme brulee and it can be apple pie. It, oh, it that's two depends. ends of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. It? it depends on the kind of place I'm in. If it's a slightly fancier place, then I'll have a creme brulee, and if it's uh, like a pub meal, then I'll have apple pie. I don't like apple pie. Do you know why? No, I just it's just boring, I find. It's classic. I, it's too hot. It's too hot. Yeah. You, can, you can wait till it cools down. You no, don't, you're can't. not required to eat it as soon as it, it no, lands I on am. your table. Legally. 
It's just, everyone <laughs> likes it. It's one of those things I just don't understand. I find it quite boring. I made a crumble this week, a peach and almond crumble. Really? Yeah, I put ground almonds into the crumble mix. Wow, and was it lovely? It was really horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's really unpleasant. I didn't use enough fruit, so That's it just good, kind of... Was it just crumble? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of crumble topping. Almond it was quite crumble. dry. And the problem is that while I cook, I like to enjoy a beverage. And um, I cooked a meal that took quite a long time. By the time pudding was ready... You drunk. I'll be honest, a lot of my <laughs> taste sensation had been eradicated by the Chardonnay. And, um, yeah, I ended up... I would just... You know, you wake up and half of it's still on the table. And, and the rest like, is oh. on your face because you've landed <laughs> in it. <laughs> Someone didn't enjoy his crumble. I think yesterday I realised I want kids. Oh, just, oh my God! <laughs> I know. Just fling that in there. I know it, it happened. Um, it was literally that fast that it happened. Did you see a cute kid? Because my womb cried once when I saw another comedian. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's a there's a comedian. It's not a song a, by Prince. <laughs> That's what it sounds cry. like when wounds cry. <laughs> there was, um, there was, a, it was last year in Edinburgh. Um, I was in the city calf, and uh, another comic came over with his, uh, his little boy who right. did a little dance in red shoes. And my womb cried, and uh, and then, but then you just get on a bus and see a little horrible kid, and then it balances out, and you're fine. So, what made you realise or think that you? I was do? coming back from the gym yesterday, obviously. Um. <laughs> I'm glad you pointed it out. It's not immediately obvious. <sighs> I haven't been for a month. It was good Did to... you just watch? Cause is it like when you go to the swim mats and you can just be a spectator? Uh, it's like the cinema. It's more like the <laughs> cinema, to be honest, because I have to sit a distance away legally. Um, now I was up there pumping the irons, you know, I pumped a few irons and then uh, did a bit of a run on that. I was running on the treadmill when they showed on the news the footage of Felipe Massa's crash. And it showed the car going into the wall. And I naturally tried to run away from the wall and nearly <laughs> fell off the back of the treadmill. Um, but I was walking back from the gym and I walked past a little kid's play area. And the kid didn't really do anything. I just heard its, its mum saying to him, uh, this is definitely the last time and then we have to go home. And he ran back up the slide again, giggling. And I thought, I think that's what I want to do with my time in 10 years' time. I think I just want to be negotiating on when we get to leave the play area. But you could just be a nanny and do that. And I then could. you get to leave them, with, leave them with somebody else. You could be a really, uh, a really nice uncle or a godfather and do I that. I will be a really nice uncle. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a cruel one. Do you want some sweets? Yeah, don't we all? Go out and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think your guest is wrong about men only saying things they can gain from. But she sounds cute, so I'll let her away with it. See? Doe from Nick. <laughs> so I totally got away with it. That's ace. Yeah, I can only advise you, Nick. Uh, if you just go on the website, there's a webcam. That'll sort that one out. Six. Music. And a quick question we should uh, do before the news. I don't know why this one's come in, but I invite questions on any uh, topic for you. Um, Sarah, which is better, emu or kangaroo? Uh, kangaroo. Really? Yeah. Uh, this Jen in Buckinghamshire. Personally, I'm stuck, as although kangaroos are both nice to look at and can box, emus are like smaller, less aggressive ostriches. Um, thanks for the Sunday morning entertainment. Emus have got amazing eyelashes. That's what I noticed when I... Because I was in Australia in uh, April, and they looked amazing. They had these fantastic eyelashes. But right. it made them so look they like use this... it to get men to lose arguments? <laughs> <laughs> they look like, you know, the Snuffleupagus off, um, off uh, Sesame Street. No, I'm oh, 26. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you're too young. <laughs> Shut your face. Oh, I still don't remember Sesame Street. The point was that I'm too old to watch Sesame Street. Oh, my the God. The Snuffleupagus? Yeah. 
Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> it was like an elephant, but with massive eyelashes. Oh, I do remember you the see, snuffle Pat, off You just didn't remember the terminology. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I do. The kangaroos, I prefer kangaroos. Why? They're just really cute. And then you can get teeny ones. The wallabies are teeny ones. And just, oh, they're really, and they bounce. That's it. Is, rather oh, that's than true. just running fast. We what can all do that. Well, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand that what, some humans can. What if I put those donuts um, sort of 200 metres away and put 40 100 metres away? And you knew that if 40 got there first... He wouldn't. (laughs) I could walk really slowly and he wouldn't. Wow. That's a challenge I kind of want to see now. (laughs) I fancy getting out on Great Portland Street after the show with a little camera and uh, setting up. That would make me very happy. Can we do that in Edinburgh? Yeah, we do a race between you and 40 to a donut? (laughs) We certainly can. (laughs) You have to both agree to this because otherwise it's kind of me being like a Victorian... Horrible man. Well, I Ford set is... up my people and I make them run after donuts. It amuses me. Fordy's quite competitive. He'll go for that. Fordy's very competitive where donuts are concerned. This is really spread now. We do good deeds in the first hour and now you've just got men desperately trying to prove that they're decent humans <laughs> I love this. You. It feels a little bit like I'm about to walk over a puddle and 25,000 men have just gone, <laughs> uh, do you want me caught? <laughs> yes, please. Um... Surely, I mean, if you're walking along the street and there's a puddle and a man puts his coat in the puddle... He's an idiot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to walk around it. You're all right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the puddle's not even that wide. (laughs) I've got wellies on, shut your face, I'll walk through it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, that's good to know now that no man will bother to do that for you. Well, they hadn't so far, so it's not going to be a massive change. Maybe, Maybe that's the point of it, though. Maybe it's that it's so ridiculous that you couldn't help but fall in love with that guy. Is that how Gary got you? Coat in a puddle? (laughs) No, he was just hilarious. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, And still is. That's it. Ah, that's nice, isn't it? He's the only person that makes me laugh so much that it hurts my tummy. (laughs) Okay. Does he wind you while he's telling jokes? My husband Dave is the... See, this sort of thing makes me sick now. Um, my husband Dave is <laughs> the nicest man ever. Oh, I mean... Well, we need proof. That means I'm second at best. You know what I mean? That's well, ridiculous. you're a long way further down than that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apart from making great cakes... <gasps> yeah, Okay. Tick one. Um, he makes my sandwiches for work every day. Tick two. Um, from Deb on the M40. Do you like being on the M40? He's driving. That's my favourite motorway. Well, tick three then. Tick th- and he's driving as well, so she gets to text. Yeah. Tick three. Hey, she's got a good one there. Keep him. Yeah. Deb and Dave. You've got oh. to stick together if you call Deb yeah. and Dave. They've probably you? got the thing across the front of the car, you know, with their names on, so they've got to stick together <laughs> now because those things are pricey. And this is, um, you know, I don't think you understand what it's like being a man. Um, I don't. No, you're right. Because uh, no. I'm not. You've grown that beard, but it doesn't really... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's better than yours. <laughs> um... <laughs> this is the kind of thing that women can do to men and how deeply it can wound a man. This is from Loke in Dudley. He says, I was walking back from football this week and a girl sarcastically shouted in my face, All right, sexy. Eh? Women... How did he know it was sarcastic? Well, he's obviously rough. <laughs> <laughs> so that's more about his, his you know, lack of self-esteem then? Yeah. OK. Um, but in Lesson. fairness, some guys did spray with... They sprayed me with liquid from their car further on down the road. Dudley sounds what? like a nightmare. <laughs> what kind of liquid? Feral women and men spurting out of their cars onto <laughs> strangers in the street. Well, I'm not doing a gig in Dudley. 
We'll go to Stratford. I'll oh, do the gig, and you can have some cakes. cakes. Yes, okay. Um, this is much better. This is this is um, this is where comedy comes from. Because nice people are all in good, but it's not fun, is it? Um, as an opposite to good deeds, doing security work, watching the CCTV cameras one night at a hospital in a rundown area, I watched a rather rough-looking man walking his Alsatian on a road parallel to the hospital. When his dog pinched one out, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised to see the guy produce a carrier bag and scoop the mess up into the bag. Good on you, I thought. I knew I shouldn't have been so stereotypically judgmental. He then proceeded to whirl the bag round his head twice before releasing its trajectory over the wall and into the grounds of the hospital. <laughs> That's an anonymous text, but uh, well you, worth sending You know how you're going to start using the words lead female? I'm yeah. going to start using pinched one out. Pinched one out. <laughs> That's a brilliant phrase. So Edinburgh, you're going yeah. up there. Do you are you excited by it, or do you get anxious about it, or a little, a little bit of both? A little bit of both, I think. Yeah, I'm excited because I just want to get up there and get cracking, you know. Yeah. But it is, of course, it's nerve wracking because will anybody come and will they like it and will you get reviews and will they like it and all of those things. You will get reviews and they will like it because we work together. I saw the show and it's very good. Thank you very much, John. It's, uh, you need people to tell you that, don't you? You forget that you're you forget that you're funny sometimes as a comic, especially during Edinburgh because you get so obsessed with things like narrative, that you forget mm. to listen when people are laughing at your joke. Yeah. And you go, yeah, but it's not really about the joke. It's about the point I'm trying to make about society. No, no, actually, <laughs> no, it's, it's a joke and people <laughs> laughed at it yeah. and that's all they paid for. Um, so what do you do? Uh, how do you sort of cope during Edinburgh? Do, uh, does it bother you, for example? Are you are you quite happy just it's, getting on with it? Sometimes or? it's not so much the shows that stress me out as everything else, all the little things, uh, the Bumping interviews that me. you have to do. and Yeah, well, that always makes me... It's just, you know, it's just the same as when a little bit of sick comes up. You know? <laughs> so all I do for that is just have some Gaviscon or something like that around, yeah. you know, and then that sort of settles me Gavis somewhere again. John. Yeah, <laughs> Gavis John. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's more the fact that everybody pulls on your time, so you don't mm. get any time. So I remember last year uh, I had to do a photo shoot for some newspaper, and they said, "I understand you've got to the be sport. back." Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, <laughs> understand you? <laughs> they asked me to be clothed, though. That's never a compliment. <laughs> uh, just put those back on, love. It's not that kind of thing. And they said, um, <laughs> "Put them away. We've seen it all before on one mams." Uh, <laughs> and they said, "I understand you've got to be back by four o'clock." And I said, "Yes." And he said, "If you got like a meeting or something," and I said, "No, it's nap time." <laughs> <laughs> and he thought I wasn't very cool, but I'm not, so it's fine. But I do, um, I'm going to have some massages, I think, this year, because I, I get really knotted up, my shoulders get all sort of tense and stuff. Is it not nonsense, all this massaging, unknotting shoulders? Can you not decide just to unrelax, you know, untense your shoulders? No. I'm sure a massage is nice, but is it not just nice to be touched? Have you ever had a massage? No. No. So, <laughs> there's a shocker. I'm not too keen on physical contact. Can I take no. all my clothes off and have a stranger rub my nipples, please? And then they pay don't, for it. They don't do that unless you ask for it. Um, um, no, no, because I, you see, I think... Uh, that's why I'm quite glad that I'm not a skinny girl because I think I'm not in a sort of sexual way but I think I must be quite nice to massage because there's plenty of us if you know what I mean <laughs> rather than like massaging you know like you could just uh, go to a baker's like <laughs> I just want to be needed oh I really do that's a good title for an Edinburgh show I want just to want be to be needed, needed but spelt like the um, <laughs> with a K yeah um, um, no the massages are lovely because you'll get because you're the same as me you do a lot of driving so you get your neck and your shoulders will be tense and mm. your calves because of all of the pedal work i mean so, mine are tense though just because i'm ripped that's what it is i mean that's gym work and there ain't no massage well, you see, i don't do out, any right? exercise so maybe that's why i need to do that maybe the exercise gets your um muscles sort of moving massive than, well you're yeah, adequate <laughs> at best but i mean you must have had um 
you know, sort of boyfriend. I've had girlfriend massages, but they're yes. not professionals. Is there a difference between yes. a girlfriend massage because and a professional? Because of what happens at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Because when, when you have a professional massage, you put your clothes on and you go home and you have a nap and you drink loads of water. And that's not really how it happens in a relationship. <laughs> I don't know if I'm highlighting something it is that in you might be <laughs> That was lovely, Samantha. I'll see you next Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> have £30. Do shut the door on your way out, won't you? I once you? had a chocolate massage. Right. And that was amazing. But I had a head cold at the time, so I couldn't really smell it until she got up to my shoulder. So she'd been massaging my legs and everything, and I was just none the wiser. Are they rubbed chocolate smell in? It. Well, it's, it's chocolate-flavoured oil, or chocolate-scented uh, oil. rub you with chocolate fingers? No, well, I thought it might have just been like, you know, I just got a dairy milk while I was being massaged, <laughs> which, to be honest, would have been quite sufficient. Yeah. Um, well, it's been a pleasure having you in, uh, as always. Um, we'll Thank see you, you. again. Um, uh, Edinburgh show is called Sarah Millican, Typical Woman. Yes, it is. Um, you know, on topic from what we've discussed. 7.30, Pleasance Beside. Yes. Good room, good pedigree. Thank you. Don't I let just, their room down. I, I won't. I just watch wherever you are and go there the next year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a nice sort of borderline toilet, borderline venue. I'll go there. Um, well, good I sweat a lot in it. I didn't struggle too much, okay. to be honest. Um, but then I don't really... You don't move about a lot, do no, you? No, no, not at these all. these animated comedians. Yeah. You know the ones who don't have the solid Jokes. one-liners like we are? <laughs> yeah. Who have to bound around. Um, <laughs> they get sweaty. But it's a lovely room. And Good. We wish you all the best. Thank you very much. And uh, see him back. BBC Six Music. We've said goodbye to Sarah Millican, but we say hello to Matthew Ford. And I say hello to you, John, and to everyone listening. Hello. Yeah. What about people who aren't listening? Well, they're not going to know, are they? No, but it'd be a nice gesture, wouldn't it? Okay. Uh, on behalf, if you could tell, if, for those that are listening, if you could tell those that aren't, that just pass on my regards to them. I tell it would be nice if everyone who's listening did that this week. Just went into a shop and went uh, just a Mars bar. Thing. Oh, Fordy says hello. Oh, that's a new national craze <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> the national catchphrase: Fordy says hello. You could get that put on t-shirts. Oh man, Fordy sends his best. <laughs> It'd be nice if we could get that on something this week, if someone found it like Soccer AM or something. Challenge! Challenge! <laughs> okay, How okay. excited you are. It's um, probably just going to be me. Now, morning John and the team. Um, I'd like to submit a potential good deed, right? Mm. But you think he's not read this in Happy Hour. What's he playing at? Yeah. Um, it needs your involvement to take place. Okay. I am currently living in Edinburgh just for the summer and have a job in a cheesemonger's. <gasps> Cheesemongers. The best in Scotland. So my good oh, deed oh, is the oh, promise oh. of providing Matt Ford with wholesale price cheese oh. <laughs> for the extent of the festival. My God. As I imagine, he must miss Nottingham, and oh. everyone knows cheese is the best cure for homesickness. <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly oh. nonsense. I realise this is a completely transparent attempt to meet him, but uh, are selfish good deeds that benefit others really that wrong? Or aren't they the best ones as everyone wins? But I didn't know if you like cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> I had cheese for breakfast yesterday. Cheese and olives. Oh, my Lord. Lovely. Got myself a jar of olives. I did the other day. Put them in the fridge. I thought, I'll have some of them at the weekend. Wandered downstairs <laughs> yesterday. Had some olives. And I remember there was half a hunk of cheese left as well. Mature cheddar. No, bit straight into it because I didn't have any clean cutlery left. How's the marathon training going? Um. Yeah. So... You're going to help the nation, and this is the first one that comes in okay. uh, from a listener. Sure. Um, hi, Matt. I'm a big Yo. fan of you and your podcast. Cheers. I need advice from the lovable rogue. Mm -hmm. um, I hope you read That's this me. out, because I'd really appreciate some good advice. I'm attracted to a girl, but I don't know what Ooh. to do. She's Ooh. one of those classic ladies that's always right in the middle of the gossip and is always around with her best mates. I, however, am not outgoing, and I don't know how to tell her that I like her. Right. What are the do's and don'ts? My future is in your hands, Gilbert in Gloucestershire. 
Okay, well, first of all, uh, if you're going to uh, approach, and this works for girls approaching guys as well. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm. Unisex. Yes. <laughs> That's what happens when you leave school. Oh, nice. <laughs> In further education. Um, now, Someone wants to get on Radio 4. <laughs> all right, chill out. Anyway, look. Um, That's a good one for that... Um is it? I'm sorry, I haven't a clue when they have to do new meanings for old words. Unisex. Unisex. What happens when you... you have Forever to do it education. Ba- you have to do it in Barry Cryer's voice. Unisex. <laughs> That's quite a good impression. What was the impression you did this week that was really good? I don't know. It could have been anyone, couldn't it? Oh, it was Robinson. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Anyway. Um, yes, so first of all, get yourself sorted. So be be happy and be content with yourself. That's got to be the first thing. Don't go yes. making a fool out of yourself. Um, from what this lad is saying... These people are in two separate groups of friends. Mm -hmm. They're not immediately in each other's circle. Um, So it's hard for him to know exactly what she's like. Um, You have to choose your battles carefully. That's not to say that love can't prosper um, over, you know, that it can't conquer all sorts of divides, be it class, be it uh, whatever it is, you know, like on Titanic, stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you, you, you can reach out, but be careful. Be very careful. Um, Cook the recipe you know. I'm a romantic. I like to believe that things can turn on a sixpence. <laughs> that, you know, that out of Old nowhere... Romantic. That, well, you know what I mean? That you could have known someone for years, never looked them in that way, but then there's something, like a little line, or there's a moment where you go, oh, my God, class. And, or, you, 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 something okay. changes. So I like the idea that he could be walking around the school. He might just hold a door open for her or something, and that could be the moment. Or he comes out with a good line. I found out this week, uh, talking to a, a female So that friend, piece of advice, sorry, just to recap, is that <laughs> something might just come. You might just say something to her. Yeah, don't... Pers- right, well, this You'll is open a door and she'll be there and you'll just go, Hey, going through the door, eh? And she'll go, Oh, you're the guy for me, Gilbert. Hey, I like the doors. Um, <laughs> right, good. Um, anyway. Next. My bit of advice would have been, don't pursue them for God's sake. Don't pester these women. Right. They've got their own lives to be getting on with, right? Until I spoke to a female colleague this week who says, actually, that's the wrong advice. You should. <laughs> Excuse me, I ate a load of did chocolate. Did she have wings this week? <laughs> she did, yeah. She eats a lot of cheese, does she? She's my kind of, kind of girl. Um, she told me that girls actually want to be pursued, and that actually, even if they don't fancy her, if you keep going on at them, oh, yeah. they'll cave. Everyone wants... Oh, I didn't know that! I thought you you meant to just say, all right, fair dues, laters. I know they like it. to be followed, but they won't just cave, will yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they, I'm not saying that she should be plagued by a weirdo, <laughs> but you should actually... Try and, you know... Just go for it. Just go for it. Not, don't be too intense. Don't be afraid to stalk. Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm just saying, put the effort in if you want. Hey, I saw you threw out some uh, half-eaten Cheerios last week. <laughs> oh, I was going through your bins. <laughs> you had a late night last night, didn't you? <laughs> Up very early, though. <laughs> um, well, now, my last two sort of bits of knowledge on this are uh, women go for all sorts. Right. Y- women... I mean, it's it's bloody good for people like me. It's as if they're all unique and they have their own taste. <laughs> but they will go. You will get a lovely-looking girl going out with what is probably not the best-looking guy. Yeah. And that's good news for people like me. So, again, you're in with a shop, mate, purely by being alive. Um, and then in big... It's rather written this in black marker pen. Row with them. Row with them. Ah, oh, I thought you meant get them out on the lake. Right, seriously, this works. Right? I've just found it in the last few weeks. If you start off and you have a bit of a row... 
and then you have to do double charm then because you need to get back. You're 1-0 down, you need to get to 1-1 and then you go 2-1, so it's boom, boom, like that. That works so well. And I told this to a mate yesterday and he said it's in a book. He said, yeah, this is true. Argue to start with out. women to turn them on. Yeah, but you meant... Yes, honestly, honestly. Not... I mean, don't be rude. Have you eaten my pickled onions? <laughs> well, oh, I like it is. you. But in a, in a pub, instead of saying, oh, that looks like a nice dress, which everyone says to good-looking girls, right? Say, so, all right. Oh, <laughs> 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 you know... What, well, you else go, what are you wearing on your feet? They look ridiculous. There's our tips for you. Just wait and see if it happens anyway, or failing that, just slag her off in front of all her mates, and she's bound to fall for you. <laughs> We've kind of run out of time to do the thing that you're doing, and I really want to talk about it, but I want to talk about it for longer. Give than us the a time teaser, we though. Left. We can do a little tease now, and then we can talk about it properly next week. Come You've on, tease me, baby. Started doing something, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have. It's um, going to get me into a lot of... Oh, no, the other thing, yeah. Um, I've started going dancing. I'm having dancing lessons. I can't believe you didn't do this. You didn't tell me you were doing <laughs> this. And you forgot when I spoke to you <laughs> yesterday. I said, Have you done anything this week that you want to talk about? You're like, no, mate, I'm all right, generally. <laughs> We've got then, bingo and dancing. I got a voicemail message when I come out of the gym. Oh, mate, I <laughs> forgot I went dancing. <laughs> yeah, it was quality. So rock. What suddenly made you want to go dancing? A couple of my friends went. A couple of friends, a couple of uh, girls from work were going. A couple of what from where? A couple of girls from work were ah, going. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, there was another lad going, and they, you needed. Well, he wanted some company, so I got dragged along. Very nervous beforehand, but a couple of rums sorted that out. Right. Rumbus. And loved it. Well, a pint and a rum. Because I was very nervous. And you're going again this Monday? Yeah, I'm going every Monday, mate. So, um, well, obviously not during Edinburgh. Oh damn it. Oh, maybe there'll be a club up there I can do. Aye, there'll be Scottish dance classes. Oh, I could do it in a, in a kilt. <laughs> you could if you really wanted to yeah. push the stereotype. Mate, it was quality. Well, we'll talk about this more next week. Um, See some of my moves. I'll I teach you how to dance, eh? Can't believe. No, I'd rather not, to be honest. I'll so be I'm flinging not... you around the dance floor in your little mini... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> now, we can't get hold of Al Pitcher. After two weeks of joking, of not being able to get <laughs> signal and cutting him off and it being a big laugh... Uh, we actually can't get hold of him today to round I can just up. pretend to be if you want. So I'll describe the picture that is on uh, the gallery for this week. <laughs> right, Sam. Okay, you'd be picture then. Um, all right, Al, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, you know. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been spending a lot of time with Rolf Harris lately, or he just picked up the action? Yeah, no, I uh, saw him uh, in uh, Melbourne, yeah. Oh, yeah? You've been out to Melbourne, have you? Yeah, you know, just doing shows, been really great, so. Okay. Did you get me photo? I did get your photo, yeah. What, tell me about it. It's um, it's a great photo. It's <laughs> one I uh, took myself. I think it's uh, I think it's really good. You know, it's the one of the bike, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the bike. It's a really cool shot. I I'll just saw it. Picture. I, uh, you know, really just got into it. So. This week is a picture of a bike frame uh, on its own. Someone's stolen all of a bike except the main frame. So think moody. Think uh, loss. Well, I guess I'll probably end on the love ballad next week, but you can enter those via the website. Oh. The picture we're dealing with this week is uh, the old man with the carrier bag on his head to yeah, try and avoid the old guy, the dude, yeah. Someone suggested uh, Prince Charming by Adam and the Ants because they thought it was Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Wandering around a village with a carrier bag on his head. Uh, we had some quite good suggestions. It wasn't as good as it has been in weeks gone by. Uh, uh, no, yeah. Come Rain or Come Shine by Rufus Wainwright. I like that just because I like Rufus Wainwright. Uh, Little yeah. Bag of Hair by the Mystery Jets, that fits nicely. <laughs> Someone suggested I made it through the rain. That's good. You can stop doing that whenever you're ready. That's why the Russian pictures laugh. <laughs> um, 
a nice title, I made it through the rain, but Barry Manilow, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that'll do nicely by the bad manners. I like that, just because he looks like the kind of old man who's just said, I picked up carrier bag. That'll do nicely. Um, bag it up by Oasis, obviously. Um, but we've just gone for the one that we felt was the best song to end on. Yeah. So um, we'll play this as a dedication to producer Adam, who's off to Kenya for two weeks. Can you believe oh, it? Oh, mate. Can you believe oh, it? Mate. You're going to oh, love it. You're going to love it. You're going to miss these jokes when you're gone. I'll text Such you some. Ton. Text you some giraffe jokes. Will do, yeah. Um, <laughs> but here with our picture picture dedication, <laughs> it's No Rain by Blind Melon. Goodbye. See you later, guys. John Richardson, BBC Six Music. Okie dokie, that was the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. There was something missing, though. Um, well, there was an impression of someone that oh, it's, um... didn't quite come across. <laughs> but I'm delighted to say, as a special bonus for podcast listeners, we are now joined live by Al Pitcher. It's the bonus ball. It's Pitcher. Oh, you know, nice. You know. Yeah. If, All you, right. if you had to be a lottery ball, Al, which one would you be? Uh, probably 28. Maybe. Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, does it go up to 40, does it? Um, 49, I think. 49, that's controversial, isn't it? Oh, 50 must be sitting there going, give us a go. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine how 98 feels. It's never happening, is it? It's never happening. We were discussing this during the show. I'm 26 now, and it's just an age where, by the time I get good enough at football to be a professional footballer, no team's going to take me on. Of course, you're in your peak, aren't you? Yeah, I know, but I sh- I'm, I'm just not playing often enough. Anyway, um, quickly describe, a recap for the podcast listeners, what uh, your photo is of this week, because it was a good photo and I didn't describe it very well. OK, uh, the, this week's photo is probably arguably the saddest photo I've ever taken, right? It's just, uh, it just I don't even ride a bike, but the idea of turning back up and having no <laughs> wheels, no nothing, right? <laughs> Handlebars. But the, the, the criminals, the criminals, right, what we used to call them. Oh. So there you go. Um, we've made a joke of it, but something... The gods are angry at Al. Al's done something. We'll touch on this next week in next week's show, but clearly Al's been a naughty boy this week, and someone has smote and smeaten, smeatened in, did him. They've done him over. Um, Al will be back next week. I will have another guest. It will be our last show from London before we go oh. live to Edinburgh. So I hope you can join us for that on Sunday morning at 10. Is there anything you'd like to discuss with us? If you anything you'd like 40 to advise you on, the email is johnrichardson.6music at bbc.co.uk. We leave with a pod joke. There was one I wanted to end on, which took it on a bit. It was, um, what do you call a cheese who? Oh, right. And I encourage that because um, it sort of moves it on a notch. I'll keep that one in the back pocket. Pocket because someone sent in a traditional one okay. that's a classic. Um, and I mean a classic in the sense that it's easily the most tenuous setup to a joke I've ever heard <laughs> okay. in my entire life, but worth it. Okay. This is um, Willie P from Seven Oaks who says, What do you call a Spanish man who has ambitions that although he doesn't believe he can achieve, he aspires to? Go on. Juan de. <laughs> 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 That's very good, Willie P, if indeed that is your real name. Uh, what do you call a man who needs the toilet? <laughs> do you need the toilet? Willie P. Oh, nice. Oh, that's good. That's good. You've redeemed yourself. I'm turning stuff around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More of this classic uh, nonsense next week. I hope you have a good week and we will see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. BBC Six Music Podcasts. If you like John Richardson, try the Adam and Joe podcast. Download for free at bbc.co.uk slash six music.